tuning out injury, tuning in for recovery. That's what we're talking about today on the Doc on the Run podcast. Now, before we get started in this episode, if you're confused and you're not sure exactly what's wrong with you or what you can do, I actually did something recently. It was a presentation that we had called 12 Steps to rapid recovery from running injuries. And so this was a live presentation where I went through in order what I actually do with every single person who calls me for a consultation. So this is worth listening to. So it's only up for a limited time. We're gonna have some replays available. I think I did live, but if you got the invitation, you missed it, I'm sorry, but we do have some replays available because I got lots of emails afterwards asking for it for the people that actually couldn't show up for one reason or another. So we will have those available. If you want to get it, you can go to docontherun.com slash 12 steps and you should be able to access it there if it's still live whenever you're listening to this. That's one thing that might be really useful for you if you are confused. So let's cue up the theme song and then we'll get right into the episode. So the big question is this, how are runners like us who don't like hearing doctors say, just stop running, who know that we simply have to stay active, how do we heal in a way that lets us stay strong, maintain our running fitness, and keep preparing for the next race, and still heal without making the injury worse? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Dr. Christopher Segler, and welcome to the Doc on the Run podcast. Overtraining injuries only happen when you ignore a problem. And that's what I'm talking about by tuning out the problem, is that you get an overtraining injury because you did feel something, but you ignored it. You're used to tuning out pain, and that's good. You couldn't become an accomplished runner, you couldn't become a marathoner, you certainly couldn't become fast if you weren't capable of tuning out discomfort and putting in the work to become a strong runner. But that works against you when you get injured. You know, you get a little tightness, a little stiffness, a little odd sensation here or there that may turn into an Achilles tendon problem or a metatarsal stress fracture or perineal tendonitis or a partial rupture of the plantar fascia. But it didn't happen one day. It happened over many days of ignoring that problem and disregarding that little discomfort that was in one spot, which you know is not normal. But the process that we use to help injured runners get back to running really does focus on tuning in to that discomfort more than anything else. Now today in the runner's aid station, I was actually talking with someone and we were talking about how everyone ignores trouble. I've done it myself. So I actually incredibly ignored what I knew was an issue where I was getting sick. I was ramping up and I was getting sicker and I ignored it. Why? Because I thought, well, it's just a cold, I'll just ignore it. And I was getting ready to do Ironman Hawaii. Well, it took me a long time to get a slot for Ironman Hawaii. So I did what I thought I needed to do. I needed to train and I needed to go do this really long 10 mile run in pouring rain on a cold day because I needed to, at least I thought so. Well, what that did was it made me get pneumonia. And so then the day before I was leaving for Ironman Hawaii, I was in the hospital getting a chest x-ray and my doctor's talking to me going, Chris, Ironman Hawaii is a terrible idea. Well, it was a terrible idea, but I did it and I survived. And I'm sure that you've survived your running injury to this point too, but you have to make sure you get it behind you. The process of tracking your pain with a pain journal is tedious. I will acknowledge that it is not fun, it is not exciting, it's not as fun as 
looking at your perceived exertion going down while your run distance is going up. It's not as fun as looking at your mile repeat, seeing how much faster you're getting, but it's essential. And the process of regaining strength and balance as you heal is also essential. It does not feel like a big workout. It's not gratifying. You're not sweaty. It doesn't feel like you put in a huge effort when you're doing some wobble board training to get your rebalance back but you have to get balance. You have to get it under you again. You have to get your feet sort of established and you have to get your position in a way that will actually give you better form because that's basically free speed. And it's actually free distance when you're injured. That's the way I think about it, is that when you do these things like focal strength training to support and protect that one injured part, when you do balance training to make sure that you don't wobble and load things at such high levels asymmetrically, that's free distance. That means you can run farther before you fatigue and you're at risk of re-injuring that part. So the process of ramping up and analyzing the feedback that you get from that healing tissue forces you to tune in closely. But tuning in will injury-proof your body. And if you've been injured and you're trying to get back to running, that's the big key. Now, if you haven't seen it yet, go check out the 12 Steps presentation. This is a deep dive I do into the exact steps I would go through if I was sitting in your living room or if you booked a one-hour webcam call with me to help you figure out whether or not you could actually run with your injury and what you should do to make sure that you get back to running as quickly as possible. You can get it for free. Go check it out. It's at docontherun.com 12 steps. And if you found this episode useful, please like it, share it. Give it to somebody who's a runner who might be struggling with an injury so that they can get back to running as quickly as possible. And I'll see you in the training.